0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey guys, it's Katie and Michaela. We are doing another intro to this episode. We understand and recognize that you guys may be listening to this drunk Disney episode um, to kind of get an escape and... To record this episode for us, it was also kind of a cleanse from everything that's going on, but that in no way is what we want to promote, like, for people to do indefinitely, if that makes sense. We recognize that we have the privilege to take time and look away from what's going on, even if it's just for a couple hours when we're recording. Um, so we just don't want this episode to come off as tone deaf and... We still want to take the time to talk about some ways that we can do our part as a community and places to donate and petitions to sign and all that.
1: Yeah, we included some last week, some different links for petitions and places to donate and because there's so many and there's so much information coming out every single day and unfolding this week we wanted to do some different links the ones from last week are still going to be in last week's episode we're not touching or moving those um this week we're just going to try to include some different ones so that way if you already signed the petitions in last week made some donations already checked those out we wanted to put some new ones in this week as well um, one specifically that I wanted to highlight is the Loveland Foundation Therapy Fund. It's a, a basically an organization that targets giving therapy to black women and girls who often do not have access to therapy. And that's something that has made literally a world of difference in my life and something that I am very privileged to have been able to have access to from a very young age for many, many, many years. So definitely wanted to highlight that one. We're also going to have some other um, petitions and links, as we said, in the description box. Um, But as always, if you come across any other ones, we will also have Katie and I's social medias are typically always in the description boxes of these episodes.
0: Uh, So please feel free to send any other links our way that you would like us to promote and put in there. Mental health is super important to both Michaela and I. we both struggled with it in the past and received help for it. And We definitely want to raise awareness about that and end the stigma in general, but also just the stigma for Black people as well. Um, This time is really important to stay engaged and be involved and do everything you can to end what's going on with police brutality against Black lives in America. But it's also important to take care of yourself and disengage when you need to and take a break. We just hope that everybody's doing okay and we love you guys.
1: Yeah, you got to take care of yourself to make sure that you're taking care of others in a good and healthy way for yourself. So yeah, hopefully you guys enjoy it. We definitely had a nice little reprieve making it and recording it for you all. So hope you enjoy it. Um, but yeah, please stay safe, everyone out there. Buckle up. Cause it's going to be <laughs> a long ride. It's going to be a wild ride. <laughs> no one cares but we're gonna tell you anyways
0: this is popcorn chats oh wait that's
1: fox no but disney owns fox now so that's fine
0: oh my god they own everything literally everything like mikhail that was like the most on we've ever met that was literally our most on clap we've ever had drunk us is a superior species i'm just gonna say it
1: i was thinking before we even started like this is either going to be the greatest idea we've ever had or this is going to be absolutely terrible and we won't know until editing
0: and walt disney's gonna come back from the grave and freaking shank us (laughs) like
1: how dare you disrespect us
0: Hey girlies, what's up? It's your girl, KT, and my BFF, state your name, (laughs) McKay, (laughs) (laughs) and welcome back to Popcorn Chats. Today is a new frontier, because we are intoxicated. We are 23, right? Yeah. You're 23? Yeah. Okay. Anyways, refocusing. Michael and I have been drinking, Mm -hmm. and today we're going to be talking about a very important uh, film. It's called High School Musical. Don't know if you've heard about it. Mm. Um, It premiered on Disney Channel in 2005. Girly, I have the notes. 2006, January 20th. I was so fucking close. Okay. I was so
1: fucking close. Disney
0: Channel original movie... Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Kenny Ortega. King. God level. How God we... tier. <laughs> Literally Daddy. Okay, so <laughs> well, this is a new series that we're starting on the podcast mm-hmm. called Drunk Disney, where we talk about Disney Channel movies, Disney Channel original movies mm-hmm. from our childhood. Yeah. While intoxicated. Because it's just more fun that way. Okay. Can I tell you something? Yes. My tolerance is so bad right now. Like, I I'm a new person in quarantine. I am not well. I literally I just burst I <laughs> drink every night. I said that last episode, but like I don't know. My tolerance is not going well. It's through the roof. So mm-hmm. I'm on my fourth claw and I don't know. Maybe that's not a lot, but it is for me. I started drinking at six and now it's seven. So I feel like three claws in an hour is kind of a lot. I'd say that's a great pace. How are you? Moving along. <clears throat> Can I just say something too? Michaela's wearing sunglasses.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's channeling my energy, okay? It just gets me into a different vibe, a
0: different headspace. And you don't want to kill that vibe, Katie. No, hell no, I don't want to kill your vibe. I wish I had sunglasses. Aren't
1: these like kind of cool too? Ooh, me. Those are cute. Thank
0: you. Okay, bitch, let's fucking get into it. <laughs> let's wow. Do okay, it. there is like no censorship in this episode. No. There's going to be no organization. If you're looking
1: for one of our deep, kind of like in depth talks <laughs> when we have like points that we hit, we have questions, that's not it, sisters. This is just gonna be more of a general conversation and just a fun little chat time, you know. We wanted to be like you're
0: chatting with your friends about High School Musical, so High School Musical was a cultural shift, a cultural reboot. Mm-hmm. Damn straight. Literally set the precedent for the rest of our lives. So let's dive the fuck in, bitch. girl. I'm about okay. to dive
1: in. oh oh. oh. Whoa, oh, oh.
0: oh shoot this is off to a great start we gotta start though otherwise we're never going to Mm -hmm. so what do we start with i still
1: did stand out star and standout scene but those are the only girl me too yeah those are the only like uh quintessential things that i included from our previous episode so do you want to start with those
0: Sure, okay. Katie, so hit us with your standout star. My standout star of High School Musical, literally, since I was a freaking child, Sharpay. And literally, don't come at me. When I was a little girly, I need to talk about this, okay? When I Doesn't was a trauma, <laughs> I really struggled because everybody called me Mother Teresa because I was a good little chickadee. I went to church camp. It was not an undeserved nickname. She staged an intervention with me in sixth grade. No, I was a gutty two-shoes on the outside, okay? I said my prayers every night. I went to church camp. I went to actual church. But on the inside, I had a desire to be a bad bitch, Okay. Every freaking <laughs> show, movie I watch, I always was very drawn to the mean girl, so to speak. Rizzo and Grease, my bitch. Santana and Glee, my bitch. Okay, Sharpay is no different. I love her till the day I freaking die. And I, she is not the antagonist of this film. Troy and Gabriella are the antagonist of High School Musical. I will go to my grave saying that. Sharpay was just trying to preserve the drama club and preserve something that she felt to be important. She says, okay, I never realized in High School Musical, first watching it through when I was a child, I haven't watched it in a really long time, she's worried that the jocks are going to make fun of her and they're using Troy to infiltrate the drama club to bring her down. And to bring the drama club down. And to make fun of something that she's passionate about. Mm -hmm. Show me the evil in that. Of her being like, excuse me, Miss Darbus, not cool. That's all I gotta say. Also, her strut, unmatched. (laughs) This is not what I want. And then her freaking walking down the stairs. This is not what I planned.
1: Please don't judge me for my singing, everyone.
0: There's a reason I'm not a singer. She is by far my favorite character. I love her. I also, her most iconic line in the first movie, evaporate tall person. (laughs) See,
1: I feel bullied by that line because I am an extremely tall person and she would 100% (laughs) say that
0: to my face and I would cry. And just one more side note, uh, Coach Bolton is hot. Guys, we watched these as children
1: for Troy Bolton, but we watched these as adults for Troy Bolton's Dad, everyone. 5,000%.
0: When I was a child, didn't notice a thing. Nope. Didn't notice a goddamn thing. But now, Troy,
1: amateur. Jokes. Irrelevant. We were distracted by the little shiny object that was being forced in our faces all the time. Though we missed the tall drink of water. That is Troy Bolton's dad the whole time. Colch
0: Bolton. Yeah, he's kind of a dick, but like a hot dick, Mm -hmm. you know? God damn it. All right.
1: Colch Bolton could like verbally assault me and I would be like, bless you, sir. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, that was inappropriate, everyone. This is (laughs) why it's not a good idea for us to be recording these thoughts. But I'm just saying. (laughs) I'm available, honey. Anyways. um, For my Shining Star, I just would first like to say that it's uncomfortable for me to talk about and it's definitely shameful for me and it's not something that i like to bring up often but i do have to confess that i was a gabriella stan in my childhood and you know with time you grow And you know, sometimes space really brings some perspective into it. And I just gotta say that Sharpay is the baddest bitch of them all and she's definitely the shining star of the high school musical franchise. I echo all your thoughts. I don't really need to say more. Um, yeah. Troy and Gabrielle are thunder. No, don't worry about it. I don't really have much else to say anyways. Like I mean, how do you even really describe the greatness that is Sharpay? The locker. Can we talk about the locker? Oh, honey, and then when she gets upgraded in the third one to the double lockers, like yes, have,
0: oh, oh my god, you have of two course. lockers
1: and they're spray painted she- with mirrors
0: and all this decorative stuff on the inside. You're the baddest. Bitch she has there a wardrobe is. in there, mm-hmm. which is totally justified because the amount of times that like you literally need to change your outfit at school. Mm-hmm. You're sweaty during a test. You're nervous. You need a different shirt. Some douchebag throws cheese fries on your freaking tits at lunchtime and you need to change your shirt. Uh-huh. Literally get out. Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure or whatever, her spin-off movie, mm-hmm. iconic. Uh standout okay. scene, Katie. It's not even the full scene, but the audition scene, my favorite moment is when when it's like all these flops performing before Sharpay and Ryan, obviously, because they're the best. Um this guy literally just comes out <laughs> I Sorry. forgot about this too so when I was watching it last night I literally screamed I was laughing so hard He just comes out in a freaking pirouette <laughs> He's just dancing, and Kelsey is like so shocked. I can't act it out because this isn't a video. Go watch the damn scene, it's so freaking funny. Miss Darbus is like so taken away, and she's like, Oh, I can't describe it on here. I chose the wrong scene for my best scene, but that literally had me cackling and also so joyful. I was so full of joy during that, that man's moment. Where is he? Who is he? Um, where is he now? I love him. That little, like, sachet tourgeté that he does off the stage. Yeah. <laughs> yes. My limited ballet knowledge. Did he get the part? That's all I want to know. Did he get the part? Because there was nothing wrong with his performance. Mm-mm. Plot
1: hole. The detention scene, which is literally, like, 30 seconds long. But it's just when Troy and Chad are in the tree and our Lord and Savior, (laughs) Colt Bolton, comes running in. He goes, what the heck are those two doing in a tree? (laughs) And then the following conversation that ensues between him and Miss Darbus. There's just such sexual tension between him and Mrs. Darbus. I would have loved (laughs) to spit off for them.
0: Thank you for addressing that. I wish they would have leaned into that more. Honestly, I feel like the Mr. Schuster and Sue Sylvester relationship spawned from that Mm -hmm. Bolton and Darvis relationship. They were trendsetters. They were trailblazers. Yeah, we do need to get into the whole High School Musical setting the catalyst for literally every teen thing that came out Mm -hmm. in the 2000s. I don't know if we are mentally suitable for that conversation, but I have it written down, so maybe I can just read my notes. The other detention scene where Troy and Gabriella are like painting, from and they're like bobbing to the same music. You know, they're like bobbing their heads, and they like look at each other, and they're like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about? Yes. I don't like that scene. That was the most... It makes me a little uncomfy.
1: (laughs) It's just... I feel like their relationship gets better in 2 and 3, but in this movie, it's so just, like, not there for me.
0: Yeah. It's really awkward. And I never noticed it as a child. Mm -hmm. But now I'm like, oh my god, his body language and Start of Something New makes me want to cry. He literally pushes her off the stage with his horrific body language. She, like, starts to fall, and they catch her, and they bring her back up. And he's just like, aha,
1: yeah.
0: Maybe it's because he's lip syncing, honestly.
1: Okay, how stupid did they think that we were, that we would not notice how inconsistent all of the vocals are throughout this film? Because first of all, I'm 99% sure that is it's Zac Efron that starts the start of something new, but then he does not sing the rest of the song, and he does not sing the rest of the movie. And then in Gabriella's solo, the, when we were, what the
0: fuck is it called? When there was me and you. When there
1: was me and you. Her voice goes out. Incorrect. There goes to some other lady singing for her.
0: <laughs> and I'm like. Mm. Are you serious? Yes. I didn't know that. I only know about Drew Seeley helping Troy Bolton, Zach Efron out in movie number one. Mm-hmm. And then he gets vocal training in between movie number one and movie number two. And then it's. Everybody's always talking at me. Everybody's trying to get in my head. I cannot wait for High School Musical 2 because that is the superior High School Musical. That's going to be so much fun. Dude, no. After I watched High School Musical 1 last night, I immediately was like, okay, I have to watch the first scene of High School Musical 3 now because Jack was just so annoyed because he also watched the High School Musical 1 with me. And I was like, you got to see how far it came Mm -hmm. with High School Musical 3. And I mean, it's crazy. High School Musical 3 is my favorite, but.
1: What a supportive boyfriend Jack is watching after with you, watching high school musical with you, muting his Call of Duty game so we could record. What a king. I know.
0: He's the best. I do have a segment um dedicated to him for this episode. Oh my so. God. Do you wanna hit us with it? Sure. Okay, so as you guys know, I tend to force my poor, unfortunate boyfriend Jack, to watch some of the cringy and not-so-fun movies for him. I forced him to watch them with me because we live together and we occupy the same space, so we watch the same thing. And <laughs> I decided to make a segment for this episode about the things that Jack said while we were watching High School Musical. <laughs> um, I'm very excited for this. I just have two I just have two. But he said... <laughs> Sharpe low key bad as fuck though. <laughs> <laughs> so he's
1: on the right side of history.
0: Oh my god, yeah. You know at the end where that one guy, that one basketball player, um, that isn't Zeke or Chad, but the other one with the swooshy hair. Zeke. Um, no, not Zeke. I said not Zeke or Chad. Jason. <laughs> he <laughs> takes Kelsey's hat off of her at the end and like helps her shoot the basket. Mm-hmm. Jack says, she was hiding under the hat all along. What?
1: (laughs) All right, thank you for that amazing hiding under the hat
0: all along. Because she is cute. Mm -hmm. That's all. (laughs) Thank you for that, Jack. Shout out. Shout out. My notes are so funny. (laughs) <laughs> just says Sharpay, bitch! Exclamation point! Exclamation! My notes
1: are so jumbled. I just have one in all caps, and it's just like his fucking selfie on New Year's Eve.
0: I can't. Oh, okay. Even as a kid, I was cringe about that. <laughs> that was the only thing as a kid that I was cringe about.
1: Um, should we talk about like our earliest memory of High School Musical? Since we're talking about these of being our childhood, like you know what your relationship is with High School Musical? Yeah, let's do it. You start. Okay. Um, I don't remember watching this on TV for, like, the very first time or anything, but I do remember that anytime they had the sing-alongs, I was recording it. Yeah. I was watching it live. I was being like, Mom, you better set a timer on the stove so that way I know when it's 7 o'clock for High School Musical. I remember doing the dance-alongs. And also, high school musical was my first ever concert. I had third row tickets, and it was one of the greatest moments of my life. I still have my T-shirt from that. It's a little small, seeing as I went in fifth grade, but it was a great time. And I have nothing but didn't the
0: Jonas Brothers open for that?
1: No, it was Jordan Pruitt. And there was someone else, maybe they did for some leg of it, but the one that I went to, it was Jordan Pruitt and someone else, but I don't remember. But yeah, that, I have nothing but fond memories about High School Musical, still to this day. High School Musical 2 is one of my favorite, if you listen to our soundtracks, music, blah 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 So you already know that.
0: I remember third grade, it came out around like New Year's Eve time, and it was like Christmas break. So it was on like multiple times and we would just turn on the TV and it would be on and we would just watch it again. Because we loved it so much. Um, my family is made up of my sister and I. Those are the only kids in the family. So, obviously, we were huge High School Musical fans. We loved it. We had the High School Musical Barbie dream house with mm. all the characters. <laughs> and for the third grade talent show, I did perform. We're all in this together. And, of course, I played Sharpay in that Wait, performance. Wait, what? You did
1: that for the third grade talent show? Yeah. I feel like a bad friend. Although, I don't even remember what I did at
0: the third grade talent show. I don't remember what you did either. No offense. (coughs) That were even. even. Damn. Yeah, it was obviously a very influential moment in my life. I also remember crying because in the movie they made fun of the cheerleaders and called them dumb kind of like the scene where taylor is like isn't Bolton just like the hottest guy and they all like freak out and at the time i was a competitive cheerleader yes i did cheerlead it's hard to believe i wore the phony pony and all i was thrown into the air um because i was a scrawny little chickadee But, um, that was a very dark period in my elementary school years, and I did not like being a cheerleader. I wanted to play basketball because in High School Musical, the basketball basketball players were the cool people. So, I cried, and I was like, excuse me, um, mom, the cheerleaders are obviously the losers here, and I want to be a basketball player. So, the rest is history. I was going to say, when I was watching the Get Your Head in the Game
1: number, I was watching that and I'm like, Katie and I could 100% do all this choreography and ball handling. Like, give us both a basketball right now and we will revert back to our our baller selves and be able to do this like no other
0: probably classify those years as, like, emotional, mental abuse, but um, it brought us closer together, and I don't know if the pod would exist today without it, so. And none of our coaches looked like Troy Bolton's dad, so I'm pissed. Hell no, they didn't, honey. <laughs> Hell no, they did not. I mean, I feel like a lot of people, High School Musical was just so big at the time, which, like, looking back at it now, I don't know if you feel the same way, but, like, I was like, this is so dumb. Like, this is so dumb. How was this so, like, influential? How was this so huge? So I have a
1: hard time, even though I know we're separating the episodes, I have a really hard time separating two and three out of my mind when we're just focusing on one. But rewatching one, I will agree with you. I'm like, this is not that good. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like two and three are way better. Yeah. It's just nostalgic for me to watch, but the main plot point yeah. is just friends being, like, really shitty friends and not wanting their other friends to be happy, and that's, like, yeah. the whole thing. Which, at least in the other two, there's some more, like, drama, there's some more, like, re- real-life stuff that rolls over into the plot that make it a lot better. Yeah. But, yeah, I found it boring. Definitely out of all the musical numbers, this is, like, lacking in it for me out of all of them.
0: I mean, still, it's got the
1: nostalgia factor, and it's the one that, like, set everything off.
0: But Mm -hmm. in the scheme
1: of things, like, it's not that great.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. I feel like in High School Musical 1, there's a lot of Troy and Gabriella solos. Mm -hmm. Like, there's three of them. And I think it would be better if we only had, like, two or one. Because Breaking Free is a really good song. But the other two are just kind of like, eh, we can get into that later. But when I was re-watching it, I was like, why was this so influential? Why mm-hmm. was this so huge? Why was this, like, literally a Disney Channel movie made into a cinematic release? Because it was that huge. Mm-hmm. Wor- like, Normally, world tour spin spinoffs years
1: later, soundtracks hitting the top of the iTunes charts, launched yeah. a good portion of the cast into fame.
0: Right. I mean, they had, yeah, they had like a world tour. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy. But I mean, the music is good, obviously. That's mm-hmm. not a deniable fact. Like the music is actually good. Still bobs just years later. music, Yeah. But, I mean, I agree with you, like, and I don't know if it's because we progressed as a society in 2006. Was it really that unbelievable that people would break out of their cliques or, like, do multiple extracurriculars?
1: Let's get into it. (laughs) And let me pour another glass. Mikhail just chugged her drink. Should I go to get another claw? I mean, if you want to, I'm going to have at least one more glass. I do have to get up for work tomorrow morning, but I just want more of my
0: wine. All right. I'll be back in a flash because the kitchen is literally right behind me. Okay. I'll entertain everyone. Okay. You got it.
1: So, everybody, welcome to Solo McKay. Oh, is that ASMR? can you hear me pouring my wine in my glass? Today we have a nice selection. It's called Poggio Moscato. I don't think I'm pronouncing that right. My friend that speaks Italian, he would definitely be saying, Michaela, you did not just pronounce that right and say it in a much sexier voice than I did, but it's fine. That works. Um oh my god, Katie's back already. That's all that we have today, folks. Um but definitely tune back in next time
0: for my solo segment. <laughs> it's fine. Things are going so well. Have we even talked about high school musical yet? I think so.
1: I mean, we've been discussing. Let me just grab a few pretzels while we're on this brief intermission. <laughs> oh my god, so Katie, look at this. I asked my parents, they went to the grocery store when I was gone the other day, and I put on my grocery list pretzel rods, thinking, like, they would get me these. They got me the giant-ass,
0: like, pretzel rods that you dip in the chocolate sprinkles. So, I mean, it's That's the worst. I had to go to the store for Jack and I today, and I have an anxiety attack every time I go to the store, even when there isn't a pandemic going on. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I am... Mentally ill, but um, I get really sweaty, <laughs> and today was uh, no exception. No, I, I had a mask on, and it was really hard to breathe. So
1: I for real have a genuine uh, fear that I'm going to be agoraphobic in the very near future.
0: What is that? Have you read The Woman in the Window? Yes. No, I haven't read it. Mm. I saw the preview for the movie. <laughs> it's like when you're too scared. <laughs> Who knows when that's coming out? Thanks, Sister Rona
1: um it's like when you're too scared to leave your like you literally can't leave your house and i genuinely feel that fear
0: (laughs) me too i feel like i'm gonna be so fucked up from this covid shit and everybody else is like already moving on Mm -hmm. and i'm literally going to be messed up for life from it so that's fine we'll be the twisted sisters oh yes i love that for us so, I was gonna talk about some of the problematic things that I found while watching High School Musical for, like, the first time in a really long time. Um, obviously, you guys know me. I love to shit on things because I'm pretentious and, yeah. They so. better
1: include the wardrobe choices or else I'll get into that after you get into yours. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm not, like, too picky about that because I know it was, like, at the time period that was the thing, probably. It was never the thing to wear three watches. Who wore three watches? Chad, like, through the whole movie. Yeah, so right off the bat, the opening sequence really displays the toxic parenting behaviors of both Troy's dad and Gabriella's mom. Gabriella's mom literally takes a book away from her daughter and is like, go party, you slut. And um I, I don't know I'm pretty sure
1: she doesn't say you slut.
0: Well I paraphrase Although I would
1: be pissed if my mom took my book away from me.
0: I want to refer back to our after episode where we talk about the virgin stereotype mm. um, okay. for female characters. I think Gabriella is a PG virgin virgin <laughs> <laughs> version of a virgin. Um, she's literally the same character that we talked about in After. She's like, oh yeah, I've only ever sang in church choir. Um, I'm so timid and shy and I need you, Troy, to bring me out of my shell because I'm just a smart girl and I don't know how to be anything else without you. And then she changes him from a douche b-baller to a well-rounded individual, which sisters we all know you can't change him don't try to change him if it's a toxic relationship if he's literally talking bad about you to his friends on camera get out not okay
1: yeah (laughs) i'm not gonna argue with you there gabriella montez goes off to college and becomes tessa young and then tessa young becomes anastasia Steele. And so on and so forth. You're
0: so right. Literally give us something new. Give us some flavor. We we have literally grown up with this Mm -hmm. character. No wonder why The Hunger Games has resonated Mm -hmm. so much. Because we never had a character like that until then. Nope. And... Our world is reflecting the Hunger Games more and more with each passing day. It's some wild shit. That's all I gotta say. Um, I hate the way everybody swarms Troy when he gets out of the bus. (laughs) Toxic-ass high school culture. No wonder these kids are fucked up. They have giant posters of themselves. Yeah. Oh, my God, Mikaela. That is literally one of my problematic things. No, it's okay. Bring it up. Why do they have giant posters of the athletes? Where's Sharpay's poster? Mm -hmm. I want a Sharpay poster. Chad is the worst character ever. Mm -hmm. He is Ron Weasley on steroids. Why is he so far up Troy's ass? Be your own person, Chad i had Ch- why don't care what troy's doing
1: no i had chad and taylor as being like why are they both in this film they're absolute trash i didn't like either of yeah. them zeke should have been the number
0: one best friend promote zeke okay literally if you would have told me oh katie i'm gonna start playing the kazoo i would have been like dope literally no offense don't care hmm And we would have moved on with our lives. When Coach Bolton is like, you know how much a scholarship is worth nowadays. And then it pans to their ginormous mansion that they're living in. What's up with that?
1: I want to discuss... Troy Bolton's dad is a high school boys basketball coach. He does not yeah. make enough money to live in a mansion with a full basketball court in the back. What does Troy Bolton's wife do? Or Troy Bolton's dad's wife do? Okay? True. Or what who did they kill? What trust fund did they inherit? Yeah. There's no way he afforded that on a gym teacher's salary.
0: Well, maybe High School Musical can be classified as a feminist film because clearly Mrs. Bolton is carrying that family on her back. What a queen. All right. Here's a question for you. Oh. Ryan and Sharpay Ew. love them both. Literally, I love them so much, but I'm a little concerned. Incest. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah, that was one of my notes as are well. Are we to are we to assume? So it is mentioned before Troy and Gabriella audition as a pair. They're auditioning for the lead roles uncontested. Mm-hmm. So are we to assume that they are going to be playing platonic lead? Male and female roles in a production called Twinkle Town? Or what's going on with that? Because Taylor makes a comment in the film like, oh, if Romeo and Juliet or something, like Sharpay would take down her own brother to get to play both roles or something. Like, so if that didn't happen, then would Ryan play Romeo and she would play Juliet? Yeah, I...
1: This is not Game of Thrones, everyone. This is Disney Channel, and I'm concerned. Um, It just, it definitely seems a little fishy to me. A uh, little off, especially the fact that they, the audition song was what I've been looking for, and it's talking about like finding the person that you've been waiting for and that you're so in love with. Um, disgusting to be seeing that with your twin. I have a brother, and. Even though neither of us are musical, I could never in a thousand million years imagine us singing a song like that together and then being leads mm-hmm. in a musical together. Disgusting. So, yeah, um, I love Sharpay. I'm not a fan of Ryan, really. So I'm already kind of biased yeah. towards that duo, but...
0: I think it would have been way better if Sharpay was just her own bad bitch, no brother, tying her down, and Ryan would have just been the gay best friend.
1: Oh, that would have been great.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I just think it's stupid that the stakes of this movie are based on the ideology that you can only do one thing in high school. And that if you stray from that and do two things, or God forbid, three things, your peers will become so unsettled by your personal choices of how to utilize your free time that they break out into song and dance mm-hmm. in the cafeteria. Miss Darbus walks through the boys' locker room, too. That's a felony. I thought
1: <laughs> <laughs> the same thing. That I'm is like, a felony. Miss Darbus, I will love defend you. you to the ends of the earth, but I yeah, cannot love defend you. you walking through a boys' locker room. That's just uncalled
0: yeah. for. Yeah. Yeah. Also in that same scene, Coach Bolton, love you so much, but he's like, good luck on Broadway. Like, good luck in the frickin' NBA, you fucking dick. <laughs> like, what you're a high school kid. What do you gym. mean by that? Yeah, shut up. <laughs> Just like I had no idea that Lizzie goddamn McGuire was graduating eighth grade and not high school. I had absolutely no idea that there is no musical. In this movie. I, am I stupid? I thought the final, like breaking free, I did not know that that is just a callback with full set, full drop down, moon in the sky, twinkling stars. Why could they just not go to Miss Darvis and be like, hey, that time doesn't really work out for us because I have a basketball game and Sister here has got her little mathathon. Can we keep it at the original time, por favor? Why do they have to hatch this whole scheme? Communicate, that's all I gotta say.
1: Katie, I need to ask you a question. What do you think the musicale? Is actually about, because I saw a camel, a tree, a giant moon, and a salsa number, and I'm just highly confused on how
0: that all goes together to make Twinkle Town. Are these all songs that they're auditioning with? Are they all the songs that are in Twinkle Town? Yes. Is Bop t- to the Top part of Twinkle Town?
1: Doesn't Miss Darba say I like, think- who's getting the songs from the different acts? Like, she's like, Kelsey,
0: give them the song from the second act. Is she? Okay. Yeah. I think, you know, the only answer, the only uh, action that is uh, reasonable in this situation is that we need to show up. You, me, and all of our listeners need to show up at the gates of Disney and demand that Twinkle Town be released as its own Disney Channel original movie. Mm Mm-hmm. And if it hasn't that's been made, them all back. Yep, that's the only way
1: forward. We all know Vanessa Hudgens We need to busy. see this. She's too busy crying over Coachella being canceled on Instagram Live. Zach Efron's the only one with something going on. Ashley Tisdale's on TikTok. Who knows where the other three are? One thing I do want to say is shit on this movie all you want, but what I do want to say is that genuinely everyone is a good dancer in this. Yeah. And everyone is a good singer, minus Zach Efron not singing in this first one. Second and third one, we'll get into that, and he's awesome, but... But and we're all in this together as I'm watching it, and they're all dancing in the group, I'm like, no one pulls your eye in a negative way. Like, they did a yeah. good job casting these people. And even though I didn't love Troy and Gabriella's relationship, at least, like, they had chemistry to me. Like, the whole cast gelled well. You know, props to them yeah. for that.
0: Well, they ended up dating.
1: Yeah. And, well, Katie, you think I forgot about one of the most defining relationships of our childhood?
0: no I could never but I do agree like the dancing is really good I was watching we're all in this together I was like this choreo is low key tough same with get your head in the game the final chorus Mm -hmm. like that's advanced I yeah
1: um I just had Jason and Zeke are so underrated. I would have thrown out Chad and replaced him with Zeke as number one best friend. And then Jason yeah. as like number two best friend. And then Chad could be number three best friend. That should have been the true order. Miss mm-hmm. Darbus. Poor Miss Darbus. She All she wanted was respect for the arts and her theater department. And everyone is just like, yeah, fuck your Twinkle Town musical. Musical. Yeah. She's just trying to do her best. Okay. She's trying to keep the arts alive. She's trying to reach out to these children who want to be a part of the musicale. Cal. And here everyone is just being like mm, basketball is more important here, which clearly they have posters of their students all over the school. That's inappropriate, but anyways, Miss Darbus yeah. is a queen, and I love her hatred of cell phones. I think that's hilarious. I also feel on the same yeah. wavelength as you, Miss Um, Should we do 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 do? Should we talk about ranking the musical numbers in this?
0: Oh my God, yeah,
1: yeah. Okay, why well, yeah. do you? Oh wait, but then you'll go last. Okay, I'll go ahead and kick it off. So then you will be. The last one, I need. So okay, there were nine. Hold on before
0: I I feel like yeah, number nine. Okay. Number nine. I feel like we're gonna heavily disagree. No offense.
1: Oh. Okay, sister. I'm I'm just gonna say it. I'm gonna
0: predict. Okay. I will be shocked if we have the same. Okay.
1: But you go. My number nine is When There Was Me and You, which is Gabriella's solo. Interesting. I just, it's boring. It's kind of forgettable to me. She has a way better solo and two. It's just not, it doesn't yeah. do it for me.
0: Agreed. Uh, my number nine is Start As Something New because it's bland. It's awkward. The body language, I already said. And he boots her off the stage. And
1: uh, number eight is What I've Been Looking For, but Sharpay and Ryan's version because it bitch. It makes me very uncomfortable that they are brother and sister singing this love song to each other. I don't like it.
0: Um your point is valid. But my number eight is what I've been looking for, a Troy and Gabby version. Um they took the flavor right out of it. I feel like it was a very bad directorial move to have Sharpe and Ryan give a superior version of the song right before Troy and Gabriella sang it in a monotone slowed down version of it and yeah
1: well my number seven is what I've been looking for Troy and Gabriella version um I agree with you that it was definitely not the best choice to do like the big dance number oh excuse me (laughs) starting to like kind of (laughs) hiccup a bit um tragic right before then they sing a slowed down version however I like the slowed down version better Um, I kind of like, you see their little bit of chemistry. I like Kelsey being involved, but again, when you're ranking him among the rest, it's forgettable and down towards the bottom.
0: Um, my number seven is get your head in the game. Uh, makes me uncomfortable, no offense, um, except for the choreography during the last chorus. I just feel like, uh, Zach Efron is jumping around and it really... Makes it super obvious that he is the scrawniest, smallest guy on the team, and it makes it really unbelievable that he's the star. I'm sorry. I didn't know if you were Frozen or... No, I was just in a state of shock. Devolved. I'm sorry. Um,
1: no, I mean, I respect your opinion. It's good that we have differing opinions on this. Um, number six, the start of something new. It only made it up that high because it kicked off the entire... Franchise, no, it was the catalyst yeah. for three films. Um, catalyst yeah. for Troy and Gabri Gabriella Gabriella, Jesus Christ,
0: I'm calling her Gabby from here on out. Gabby for Troy and Gabby.
1: Um, so, yeah, I mean, I like it, but it's not the best. It's definitely awkward when yeah. he literally, like, imposes his body on her and pushes her off stage. It is kind of like, dude, yeah. back up also his shirt in that. I will never get over it. Oh. Again, back to the outfits. Who was dressing these people and thought that that looked good and cool? I will never understand. The fashion in this is so absolutely atrocious. And whoever did that should be, should have been fired years
0: ago. Yeah, her outfit in When There Was Me and You is uh, offensive. What is that? The belt, like, over the belt loops. It's so offensive. And it only gets worse. Mm. Yeah. Oh my god. Sharpay is the only one who, like, knows what she's doing. Ew, no!
1: Even her clothes suck, too. I love Sharpay, but her outfits are just as bad. And her hair, too. Her hair is so damaged. I feel so bad for her looking at it. Was she
0: wearing a bumpet? it <laughs> totally wearing a bump
1: <laughs> You
0: know, someone in
1: wardrobe was sitting at home one night and saw the infomercial for bump-it and was like, oh, all of our problems have been solved. We have Sharpay's hairstyle. Ugh.
0: It kind of looked like she was wearing a wig, but I still stand by her fashion. Love her. Ew, Katie. Um, Get off my back. Did she get a nose job in between one and two or two and three? Did she really get a nose job? <laughs> Girl, where you been? Ashley Tisdale's nose job was like a phenomenon. How do I not remember that?
1: Oh, my God. Maybe it was overshadowed by Vanessa later. Hudgens' nudes being leaked.
0: I have and number six, When There Was Me and You, um, Her Jeans Are Bad, and it's a forgettable song, um, and I just don't like two minutes being devoted to turmoil all over a man, because it ain't worth it, sister.
1: See, I love a good sad girl or sad boy ballad, but this one just isn't it. Uh, my number five is Status Quo. I would, too, love to <sighs> bake a perfect crumb brulee. But I don't know. It's fine. It's definitely iconic when you think about. I feel like the top, my top five songs are like the iconic songs of this film. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's nothing bad. I don't have an issue with it. It's just the other four I enjoy more.
0: Okay. Yeah, my number five is Breaking Free. Um, honestly, it's just a really good song. And I don't have anything else to say about it.
1: Uh, my number four is We're All In This Together. I definitely still know all of those dance moves. When I was, like, sitting up in my bed watching it, I was doing the arm motions with them because I – somehow that is ingrained in my memory still. Um, and it's just great. Love seeing the whole squad together. Super iconic number. Love all the white and
0: red. Yeah, We're All In This Together is also my number four, and I just – my only note is choreo. Awesome. Amazing. Fantastic. Beautiful. <laughs> Groundbreaking.
1: My um, number three is Bop to the Top. Definitely Ryan, uh, excuse me, <laughs> Ryan and Sharpay's finest work <laughs> in this film. And I definitely remember watching this when I was younger. And one, wanting her sparkly microphone for me to like sing around in my room with. And then also I wanted her blue dress. That's an iconic dress. The yeah. only fashion choice in this film that works for me. Um, but overall, I mean, it's definitely top three material, but just not top two.
0: Um, my number three is what I've been looking for. Sharpay and Ryan version. Um, it's just absolute flavor. It's the best version of the song. And it's, you know, I find it as a platonic version of the song. And they're talking about their what they're looking for individually. I think their integrity as performers is just like they're doing the work as actors and performers. Their real life relationship aside. Okay. But I am also uncomfortable about incestuous implications. Fair enough. So, I mean, we watched it, it for eight, eight three. seasons
1: on Game of Thrones, so why not watch it for 90 minutes for historical? Right. School? Um, my number two is get your head in the game. I can fully understand when you say that it's like cringy at moments and awkward. But it is just so goddamn iconic, okay? I just... It's catchy. It's so catchy. And, like, the choreography when they're running the weave drill, like, the three-man weave and everything. It's just... (laughs) Trauma. It's just so good. I totally remember running around the basketball court singing that song to myself and (laughs) channeling my inner Troy Bolton. So, yeah, I, I have nothing negative to say. It's just beautiful.
0: Um, mine number two is Bob to the Top. It is show-stopping. It is the ultimate flavor. I agree with you a thousand percent about the blue dress. Um, and the latter, are you kidding me? What a prop that they probably diy themselves for their callback. Like, that's just extra uh, commitment to the role. And the fact that they got snubbed is unjustified. So... It was a beautiful performance. Uh, My
1: number one is Breaking Free. And I know that's so cliche to say, but honestly, even rewatching this again tonight, goosebumps, chills all over Mm -hmm. my body. It's just it evokes an emotional response in me. And it just shoots me right back to me being, like, 10 years old and laying in my living room in front of the TV and just being like, I want to be them. <laughs> it's just... Yeah. It's such a moment when she sheds her lab yeah. coat and then she comes out and, like, oh, Troy does his, like, yeah. moonwalk and the moon comes down and then everyone's, like, cheering for them and then you see Troy Bolton's dad and... Her mom come in, and they're both like watching their children and being so proud of them. And then they have the whole like group up on their feet. It's just, oh
0: my god, iconic, most iconic song. Yeah, it is a good song. Um, my number one is stick to the status quo because it's just a song that I think about every time I think about High School Musical. Um, I love the cello guy. I love that he is playing the electric guitar off of his cello. Um, Very interesting. I love the hip-hop girl. I love that she becomes the lead cheerleader in High School Musical 3. I just think that is progressive as hell and awesome. And Sharpay Strut. And her Mm -hmm. claim over the student body uh, is just so palpable and powerful. Mm -hmm. I love it. So, she's such a queen, but also Zach Efron is like, I
1: feel like he made such a jump from one to two because Troy Bolton in yes. High School Musical is like, oh, he's a cute little boy, you know, like, oh, or, that sounded weird, mm-hmm. cute little boy, ew. He's just like you know. He's like a cute boy, like a
0: cute little teen. Yeah, he's like Zach and Cody.
1: Yeah, exactly. With the swooshy hair, but he's kind of like attainable. You know, like he's the cute guy in the movie, but he also feels attainable to people. High School Musical two, Troy Bolton would never look in my direction. He is just ultra fine. And then by High School Musical three, I'm just like done. I'm on the floor. I
0: know, like literally one to two, it's like holy shit. Puberty hit that boy like a bus. Uh-huh. You don't think it can go any further, and then three happens when it's, like, the first shot on him whipping around his uh sweaty hair. Katie, stop. I'm overwhelmed. And the freaking arms in the locker room. He's like, okay, guys. And get out. The scream. Get out with more. your bad self. We- I see that vein. I see the veins popping in your goddamn biceps. I see. <sighs> I just want <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh my god meanwhile your boyfriend's sitting behind you so we're just like oh my god he's so hot i want him to hover Last over baby. me with those arms and just like have those veins be popping out oh my god that's so hot you can cut that all out but
0: no <laughs> we'll leave him. how do you sing a song you've never heard before like how do they know how to harmonize and start with something new
1: Okay, I don't have an answer for you for that because I'm tone deaf. I absolutely love singing, but I'm absolutely trash at it. So I have no idea. I literally don't know how they do that.
0: Do you think that "Start of Something New" is a, is like a well-known pop song in the world that Troy and Gabriella live in? Because that would make sense. Like, karaoke is typically like, Mm well-known songs that people sing. So maybe that's what's going on, but all the other songs are original songs, so I don't know if we're meant to believe that Start of Something New is, like, an original song or not.
1: Yeah. That's a good point. I don't know, I guess I never really thought about that, except for when they sang What I've Been Looking For, and they sang it, like, the slowed-down version. Like, how do you know how Mm -hmm. that's supposed to go after hearing, like, this super, like, poppy theater number how do you then know how to translate that especially when neither of you
0: have any musical training right are we meant to believe that troy bolton lunkhead basketball player is reading sheet music he's a prodigy i guess i don't think so
1: what if coach bolton secretly taught him when he was younger Because Coach Bolton and Miss Darbus started a musical when they were in high school together. And then they got separated in their college years. And then they only found each other when they were started working at the same high school. When Miss Darbus was shocked to find out that Coach Bolton had married and had a child. And then that said child came to audition for her musicale. (gasps)
0: What if Troy is Darbus and Bolton's love child? Is that what you just said?
1: No, but I would so be here for that tea.
0: Bro, and that's why he is musical and basketball, and that's why she submits his application to Juilliard.
1: Because she just wants what's best for her son. Oh, oh my God. Wait, how did I miss this? I would scream bloody murder if I was on the phone and someone told me to turn around and they were standing by my window. That is not (gasps) cute nor romantic. If you do that to me ever in my life, men, I am calling the police on you and I may or may not pull out a blade because I would be absolutely terrified. I live in the basement. So if you are crawling under the deck and knocking on my window, you best believe that I'm not going to be like, oh my gosh, I'm going to let you in. That's so cute. No. No. Can I
0: tell you something? Yes. I'm convinced that that is how he got the role of Ted Bundy. <laughs> that is some creepy ass shit. I was afraid.
1: Yeah. She just turns around. She's talking on her cell phone. Then all of a sudden she turns and he's just standing there. Oh, that's not cute. It's not cute. It's so well little cringy. spooky. Ooh, Katie. Random question I just thought about. Uh, Zach Efron and Vanessa Hudgens together as a partnership mm. in a musical, or Zach Efron and Zendaya as a partnership in a musical oh, together?
0: Oh, Zendaya, all the way. Are you kidding? The Greatest Showman. I felt like Zendaya was more actualized in her acting career and in her singing career and in her dancing career. She, um, kind of had like more knowledge about herself as a performer, and I just felt like it was more. Obviously a more believable performance than like Vanessa's performances, Gabriella, because Ugh, yikes. But.
1: See, I totally agree. However, the only hang up I think is three. Because their chemistry in three is like off yeah. the charts. Okay. Every single scene they're in, they look absolutely amazing and they are so yeah. like in character. They're so invested that when I'm yeah. thinking like one and two definitely is it, but Vanessa Hudgens in 3 is given Ciceron for her money with her partnership with Ciceron. Yeah.
0: And he is different in 3, too. Mm-hmm. Like, the look he gives her in 3, because literally going from watching the first one to watching the first scene in the third one and to, like, the treehouse mm-hmm. sequence where he's, like, looking at her and he's like, oh, you're the first girl I brought up here. The second girl or whatever, besides my mom. That is, like, real-ass shit. Like... I feel it. So, yeah. I agree with you. 1000%. A thousand percent. Gentlemen. A goddamn gentleman. <laughs> I said, take me to your tree house. <laughs> Zach.
1: Take me to your treehouse and tell your dad to meet us there. <gasps>
0: <gasps> oh my God. Coach Bolton from one and Zach from three. Uh, <laughs> Ultimate.
1: What do you would that not be one of the best nights of your life?
0: That would be my peak, and I would die <laughs> after. I'd be
1: like, then you can morph into Ted Bundy and kill me afterwards, because it's fine. I'm never yes. going to top that experience.
0: That would honestly be hot.
1: <laughs> there's no other way right to put it. That last scene is so unsettling when she goes to see him in jail, and there's like that soft oh. sound, and then he writes on the glass. Oh, but like still kind of hot though.
0: <laughs> okay, see, girl, oh, you feel me? <laughs> We're the same. We are one in the same. <laughs> it's bone chilling, but also tittling. <laughs> 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 That's the best way <laughs> of putting it. Are those my bones chilling or my titties tittering at me. from High School Musical to Ted Bundy,
1: bitch. Oh, oh shit. It's because we're drunk. Oh my god. I, I don't even do know, you know how, how you- to follow that up because that was just one of the most iconic statements I've heard. <laughs> 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 I feel like I need to make that into a t-shirt. So no, um, my final thoughts are High School Musical is and always will be iconic and Troy Bolton's dad is one hot piece of ass.
0: Agreed. Agreed. (laughs) High School Musical is just a goddamn good time. Mm -hmm. I hope that this episode made y'all want to go back and rewatch it. And if you guys like this drunk Disney segment of our pod, let us know because we will continue to do it. Mm -hmm. We're going to continue to do it anyways. Even if you don't
1: like it, we don't give a fuck what you think. We're still going to do it.
0: Yeah, Cheetah Girls. Where you at? I'm so
1: ready for Ooh, the Cheetah Girls. Although I'm still so um shooketh that a couple weeks ago when we were talking about the Cheetah Girls and you guys said that I was the most like Galleria, that just like really, it was just a blow to my ego <laughs> if I'm being honest, and has really made me reevaluate my personality. And I'm. Did you say
0: I was most like Dorinda?
1: I don't know. I don't think we said who you were. Mo- I think I preposition the question i'm like oh who does everyone think we're almost like and then y'all bitches were all like galleria and i was checked out of the conversation after that
0: pondering my life Oh, <laughs> uh, that's number two though yeah we gotta start with number one Two's
1: definitely more iconic but
0: where toto gets lost in the gutter bitch shoot the room or <laughs> shoot the room oh
1: oh <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, shoot, what is it? Shoot the roof, that's a shame. Even ride a hurricane. If we wanna. Together
0: we can rock in the space. Mikaela, do you remember us saying our spots are different? Oh wait, no. Oh my god, I remember it. We We got in a fight one time in elementary school. And I clearly remember us saying like, just like in High School Musical. When they said, Brothers Fight. A sister's fight, too. And then we used to be like, art spots are different. Different colors.
1: Was that before or after you held an intervention with me?
0: <laughs> that was before.
1: And before anyone starts jumping to conclusion, this bitch made an intervention with me in sixth grade because of me swearing and or constantly complaining about my sixth grade math teacher, who was an absolute atrocity. Or no, it wasn't sixth grade, seventh grade an absolute atrocity of an educator
0: (laughs) can we just talk about the literal one day that i was sick so me me and michaela were uh math buddies we sat at the same table it was like a four-person table and it was me michaela and then two other people who we're not gonna name um but i Like kept the peace and I helped them with their math and then the one day that I'm sick all three of the people at the table got freaking what was it detention you like couldn't go to recess or whatever so that just goes to show that I was Michaela's guiding light in uh grade school. Where were you in eighth grade? I did not stage an intervention with you, bitch. I didn't have a sign like Michaela. This is an intervention. I was probably just like, bro, chill on the swim. Uh, no, you and Allie
1: definitely cornered me at a sleepover one night.
0: <laughs> I don't. I have no memory. Of I remember that. this. I remember the trauma. Overall, this is an amazing movie. Um, it's nostalgic. It's wonderful. It definitely has its problems. I don't know why it was so successful at the time. But, uh, yeah, it's just a great fun-loving, lighthearted movie. And it paved the it way for all the times. others to come after it. All right, girlies. Be sure to get out there and vote for people who want to defund the police and um, get out there and fight for black lives and go watch High School Musical if you need a little bit of a uh, cool down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we needed a little bit of a, of a
1: mental break for the both of us to be able to just sit back, have a few drinks, watch High School Musical, chat about it, you know, be able to detox our minds a bit before we... Yep. Check back into reality.
0: Yes. We're all in this together. We're all in this together.
1: And I want Troy Bolton's dad with me together
0: forever. Yeah. Alright, Lila.